Hey, you're listening to episode 202, and today we're chatting about why you should care about the toxins in your day-to-day and its effect on your ability to stay in fat-burning mode, how toxins and weight plateaus are related, our daily exposure to toxins and how common they are in daily life, signs of toxicity, why this relates to hormone balancing, and so much more. I just realized I've recorded a couple of episodes back-to-back, and every time I move my arms, you can hear my bracelets. I am wearing amethyst, rose quartz, and hematite on my wrists. And every time I move my arms, you can hear the clink clank and clink clinks. I'll try to keep it to a minimum, but I can't promise anything. Okay, today is a podcast takeover, and I don't know about you, but I am loving these episodes because not only is it a treat for you, it's also a treat for me because I tell my friends to just record something that's near and dear to their heart, that they are passionate about, that they want to share, and all my takeover buddies are totally crushing it. These topics are just so fascinating, and every time I get a new file, I just cannot wait to sit down and listen to my own show because it's so exciting. So when I listened to Madeline's recording today, I was like, what? What? I mean, I knew she was smart, but like this girl, she is brilliant. She shares so much in an easily digestible manner. So if you're not familiar with Madeline, she's a nutritional therapy consultant and the host of Project Keto Podcast, a podcast that teaches the how-tos and practical tips for making keto successful. When she's not podcasting, she's teaching group fitness, nutrition, and a Pilates class at Studio Timeout in Minneapolis. She started teaching at the age of 14, and you can totally tell when you meet her. We've met, I think, once, maybe twice. I mean, it's so hard when I get to know people online. I'm like, we talk all the time. We meet all the time. When you meet Madeline, she's just so informative and she's such a beautiful teacher. Like you can totally tell that Madeline was meant to teach. Madeline has struggled immensely with her health since a very young age and had to take her healing into her own hands. Teaching and helping people with their health is her way of paying it forward after years and years of struggle. Her podcast links that she mentions and Instagram will be in the show notes over at ketodietpodcast.com. Just look for episode 202. So if you have questions about today's content or you want me to answer some of your questions on the show, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me. You can also catch up on previous podcast episodes over at ketodietpodcast.com. That's where I place all of them once they're live. And we're going to be chatting a bunch about toxins today. And the conversation about toxins gets a lot of people like super stressed out. I know it used to for me because there's like a lot of things and you start to get really angry at how like dirty everything is and how it's totally affecting your body. If you're that type of person to get totally overwhelmed, don't even worry about it. Just go to happyketobody.com. If you're not already a member, I highly recommend if you're ready to take your health to the next step, especially to be supported by a doctor as well as a, I guess I'm going on 13 year nutrition. What am I? A holistic nutritionist. Oh boy. I just think that I am awesome. That's what I think. It's so great to be in that humble space, right? Not a thing. So you head on over to happyketobody.com if you're getting really overwhelmed with just all the information that's out there on keto and like, how am I even supposed to know? And my body's not responding like it, quote unquote, should. There's a program for that. I created it. It's always been a dream of mine. Made it happen. 
and I think it could really help you if you're struggling. So without further ado, blah, 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 let's do this thing. Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel, and you're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've put together a free 21-page guide on achieving weight loss on your keto diet if nothing is working. Did you know imbalanced hormones are generally at the core of all struggles that women face when it comes to our weight? Grab your free guide at ketoforwomen.com to get the steps you need to overcome the hurdles standing in your way. Thanks so much for listening and let's get started with the show. Hey guys, I'm Madeline Hewitt from Project Keto Podcast, and I'm so excited to be a guest doing a takeover episode for Leanne on the Keto Diet Podcast. This is going to be so much fun to speak with all of you because I know that you are really into health and keto and all the fun things. And today we are going to be talking about toxins and how to tell if they're keeping you stuck and what to do about it. And you might be thinking, well, toxins and keto, that's not really related, but it is. It is hugely related. And here's the simplest way to explain it. The only way for your body to make ketones and use them for fuel is to burn fat. So you're going about your day, your brain and your cells start asking for fuel. So your body burns body fat and makes ketones. And those ketones are used in your brain and your cells for fuel. It's a lot more complicated than that, but let's just leave it at that for now. Another alternative to that is if your body won't burn fat or it can't for some reason, then it asks for carbs and sugar or glucose. So that's that blood sugar roller coaster that we're all trying to get off of and onto the keto diet. So this is a really important topic for any of you who are really struggling to get off of carbs and sugar and you can't figure out why. If you feel like your body just will not get into ketosis, like you've been measuring your blood ketones and you've been eating a really strict keto diet and your body just won't get into ketosis and you also don't feel good at all, you feel low energy and starving and like you just want carbs, this episode might help you. Also, if you're a person who really struggles with stubborn body fat and you're just not losing the weight no matter what you do, this episode might be a key for you. So if you're not any of those people, stay tuned because it's just going to be a really fun topic for today. So first of all, you might be thinking toxins are kind of rare. Like it's bad if you get exposed to like a big dump of gasoline or if somebody poisons your food or you have to take a huge amount of drugs or something like that. And you might be thinking that's really the only way to get exposed to toxins, but it's just not true. What we're talking about today isn't really for people who've had an extreme toxic exposure where their life is threatened. I'm talking to average people that are just walking around in their life, even people who try to be healthy, you are still getting exposed to toxins if you live on this planet, especially if you are living in the United States. There's a huge amount of toxins just all over. And some of the really common reactions or symptoms to these toxins toxins would be things like blurred vision, central nervous system disorders, unexplained weight gain, low testosterone in men, joint pain and stiffness, memory loss, acid reflux, GERD, 
increased risk of breast cancer, back pain, irritable bowel syndrome, increased risk of colon cancer, and then even more mild symptoms like just being foggy in your head, puffy all over your body, feeling kind of queasy or headachy on a regular basis. Those are really common signs of toxins. Now, toxins are stored in your body fat. So that's why if you are struggling to burn fat to get into ketosis, maybe it's because your fat is so full of toxins that it would actually be dangerous for you to start burning too much fat too quickly. For an example, if your body is just loaded with toxins and then you do all of the right things to lose weight and your body just melts that fat, all of those toxins are released from the fat cells, dumped into your bloodstream, start charging and heading towards your liver and then your liver has a huge burden to take on all these toxins and get them out of your body. And for most people, our livers can't take that intensity with the rapid or even slow weight loss. And so oftentimes the first step to getting your body to burn fat is to do some gentle detox and start moving those toxins out first and support your liver in that. Also, many toxins are hormone disruptors that distort hormones in a way that promotes fat storage. So in just to summarize this, if you want to be able to get into ketosis or even have a healthy hormone status, you definitely need to take a look at toxin exposure and start to move some of those out. Today's episode continues after this short message from one of my sponsors who make the show possible, plus give you some great deals on my favorite things. Today's show is brought to you by Four Sigmatic, the makers of my favorite magic elixirs like the Lion's Mane Elixir. Add to coffee, your morning tea, smoothies, shakes, you name it, and watch your anxiety go down and your cognitive function increase. Each of their elixirs are formulated to support various aspects of your health and wellness, from brain function to energy production, relaxation, and more. They're easy to travel with, you can add them to any liquid, and they're pretty tasty too. Use the coupon code KETO, all in caps, for 15% off all things at foursigmatic.com slash keto. Unsure of the link? Check out today's show notes for all the details. So some toxins that you would just find in daily life are pesticides and herbicides. And pesticides doesn't just mean if you go to a factory farm. The city sprays pesticides all over the parks and the boulevards. A lot of cities spray for, they spray bug spray for mosquitoes all over the air. Um, your neighbors are probably using Roundup, which has glyphosate. That's another example of pesticides or herbicides. Those are all over. Even if you're not personally using them in your yard, they are all over. And those pesticides and herbicides are also run off into the streams and the rivers and end up in our drinking water and our showers and our hoses for our own gardens. You could also find car exhaust, VOCs, so that would be in something like paint, cleaning products, adhesives. There's heavy metals like cadmium, lead, mercury, and aluminum. 
There are carcinogens like radiation, asbestos, chemicals that make plastics. There's dry cleaning chemicals, fluoride and chlorine, which is really easy to find in our drinking water and our shower water. And then there's prescription drugs, whether you're taking them or you're just consuming the water, there's prescription drugs that are in our water now. You can find a lot of these chemicals in the air. The United States released 4.7 billion pounds of toxins into the air in 2005. You can find these chemicals in the water. Like what I mentioned before, there's chlorine and fluoride and heavy metals in the water. And our water has the prescription drug residues. You can find chemicals and toxins in our food from pesticides and herbicides and Roundup especially. One interesting little fact is that 95% of the corn grown in the U.S. is categorized as an, an insecticide and not as a food. And you can find these chemicals and toxins just in your home or your daily life or the things that are surrounding you all the time. One example would be plastic food storage. If you're using plastic Tupperware or plastic plates or cups, or you get takeout containers that are plastic, even those plastic or styrofoam coffee cups and lids and canned foods. You can find these toxins in flame retardants, in baby clothes and car seats and furniture and carpets. It's in our dry cleaning. It's in car detailing. It's in very common household cleaning products, our lawn care, our prescription drugs, and the alcohol that we drink. You can also find these toxins in aluminum cookware. So aluminum is really easy to find in pots and pans and, and non-stick ones especially. Or if you have those really light pots and pans that are usually light in weight but also light colored and they, they kind of dent or ding up really easily and they're usually kind of old. If you have those kinds of pots and pans, those are probably a big source of aluminum. If you cook with aluminum foil on a regular basis, that's another other source and antiperspirant and deodorants contain aluminum um, that go in your armpits and that would be a big one to avoid. You can find lots of toxins and chemicals in car exhaust, in mold from moldy nuts and food, but also from moldy living or working environments, um, in smoked and cured food, chlorine from your pool or showers. Also, there can be problems with mercury in vaccines and the flu shot. There's problems with cigarette smoke. Lots of cadmium in your body can come from cigarette smoke. Food additives such as artificial sweeteners, preservatives, coloring, other chemicals, and paint solvents and building materials. We also have chemicals from scents, such as air fresheners, laundry detergent and dryer sheets and scent boost products, candles, piped in scents into buildings like apartment buildings and hotels and shopping malls, in scented cleaning products, scented garbage bags, lotions, scents in our cosmetics. And I think it's just so interesting to tell this little story. Um, at the place that I work at, at Studio Time Out in Minneapolis, we have a very strong no scent policy. And you would be shocked at how challenging it is for us to purchase garbage bags. And we even specifically order scent-free or unscented garbage bags. And then a lot of times we finally find one. We keep ordering it. And then one day they come and now they've changed 
to scented. And this one time I ordered a box of unscented garbage bags for work and they showed up and the box says unscented or scent free all over it. And it is extremely over the top scented. So these companies have ways of getting scents and smells into their products, yet still advertising them as scent free. Glyphosate is a huge form of toxins in our environment. And glyphosate is the active ingredient in a pesticide called Roundup that is enormously popular in farms and landscaping and yard work and that type of thing. It's the most widely used pesticide in the world, and it's increased tenfold in the last 20 years. The U.S. glyphosate use has increased from 49,000 tons a year in 2002 to 149 tons by 2012. And 1.8 million tons have been used in the U.S. since it began in 1974. 94 million tons have been used worldwide since 1974. And glyphosate is heavily sprayed and used on wheat. And glyphosate is a big reason why so many people have health improvements when they remove wheat from their diet. So we've got these toxins kind of all over. And I don't mean to tell you all of this to scare you or to tell you that we're doomed and there's no hope. I'm telling you this so that we can start to move some of those things out, but also just be aware that we can't avoid them all. And so we're going to be taking some steps in our lives to gently begin to move the toxins out of our bodies in a way that is easy and not so intense. There are really intense ways of doing detox and there are very gentle, safe ways. We're going to be talking about the gentler, safer ways today. Now, maybe you're thinking, I feel really good. I'm a pretty healthy person. I don't really have a problem losing weight. I'm really happy in my life. And that is really great. And you should celebrate all of those things. But also just know that the toxins that we just went through a few moments ago are real. And unless you're avoiding all of those and doing huge amounts of detox on your own, your body is probably getting affected by them. Even an average newborn baby has been shown to have 200 different toxins in their body at birth. So little babies that are freshly born are even born with toxins and they haven't even hardly begun breathing or eating or living yet. So any of us who are adults definitely are taking on this burden as well. And there are three main systems in our bodies that toxins affect. The first would be the immune system. So that could be symptoms such as asthma, allergies, cancer, chronic diseases. Another system would be your nervous system, giving you brain problems such as depression, foggy thinking, dementia, anxiety, movement dysfunctions like tremors, shaking, or gait issues. Also, sensory problems like feeling, tasting, vision, hearing, smelling. 
and memory loss. And then there's the endocrine system. So you can end up with metabolic problems such as thyroid and adrenal, fat storing and burning problems, energy production, definitely altered estrogen and testosterone, reproductive and fertility problems. That's just the very beginning. So if you're thinking that you're feeling amazing and everything is going really well for you, again, celebrate that. That is really great, but you may still want to consider some gentle detoxing just in your daily life, your daily routine. Today's episode continues after this short message from one of my sponsors who make the show possible, plus give you some great deals on my favorite things. I don't think I can do the ketogenic diet because I love wine. This is the statement that so, so, so many women have told me, and my answer is always, but have you heard of Dry Farm Wines? They're the only wine club that offers zero sugar wines. This means that you can have a glass or two, maybe three, and it won't affect your ketones. All of their wines are sourced from small sustainable farms. They're natural, organic, low in alcohol, have zero additives, zero carbs. And when you order by going to healthfulpursuit.com slash wine, you're going to get an extra bottle of wine for a penny in your first order. Again, that's healthfulpursuit.com slash wine. And if you're unsure of the link, simply check out today's show notes for all the details. One of the easiest ways to do gentle detox is to just start reducing your toxin exposure. So you can do this without actually doing a formal detox protocol. And the first way that I would recommend is to get rid of scented products that you absorb through your breath or into your skin. We just talked about these a few moments ago, but remember these would be things like laundry products, dry cleaning, scented lotions, scented dryer sheets, and scent boosters products, and then anything like candles, room fresheners, and Febreze. It's totally fine to use scents that come from real essential oils, so true essential oils. But if you see something like natural fragrance or fragrance or scents on an ingredient list, then just throw it out. You can also begin to decrease your use of plastics. So switch to glass or ceramic food storage containers instead of plastic. Use glass or stainless steel water bottles. Avoid hot coffee and tea that are in plastic cups or that have plastic lids. Definitely avoid microwaving plastic. Avoid food with cans. And just beware of other plastics when you could just make an easy switch to paper, metal, glass, or other non-toxic materials. You can also begin to choose healthier home furnishings, like choose organic cotton bedding or get furniture and carpets and beds that don't have flame retardants. You could choose paint and finishes in your home that are less toxic and be very careful with baby items like car seats and bedding and clothing and diapers, which almost all are filled with flame retardants. And if you're here in the Twin Cities, I highly recommend the store called Moss Envy. They have amazing mattresses and home items that do not have flame retardants or toxins. You can also start to improve your cosmetics and your cleaning products. Look for 
organic, non-toxic cosmetic brands, including your hair products, your facial products, even nail products. Suzanne Summers, um, she sells a lot online. She has great organic cosmetics. And for cleaning products, you might consider something like Shackley or Melaleuca or other brands that don't have toxic chemicals. Definitely eliminate chlorine bleach if possible. You can keep your home heating and AC filters changed. So definitely change those out. You're already supposed to be doing that, but I know most people probably forget about that. Keep changing the filters a lot, very frequently. Filter all of your water that you're going to be consuming, but also putting on your skin or even on your garden, especially if you have a garden where you grow vegetables or herbs that you eat. You could get a whole house filter system that reduces chlorine and hopefully fluoride as well. For your food, start to eat organic food and definitely avoid toxic chemicals in your food. Eat non-GMO food to avoid the pesticides that are inserted into the foods. And for your meat, choose 100% grass-fed beef and pastured poultry, no factory farmed meat. And if you're eating dairy, choose only organic and grass-fed. So those would be some very simple ways for you to start to reduce your toxin exposure. One other thing I didn't mention was deodorant. Definitely choose some deodorants that are aluminum free. My favorite two brands are Piper Way, P-I-P-E-R-W-A-I, and Lumi or Lume, L-U-M-E. I get both of them online. I like the Piper Way one a little bit more, but I also just kind of go back and forth and alternate between the two, and I find they work better for me that way. I have tried literally all of the natural deodorants, at least I think I have, and these are the two that really work the best. You definitely have to reapply them more than you would a traditional, conventional antiperspirant, but it's really worth it for your health to just have to put your deodorant on one or two more times than usual. Now that we know ways to reduce our toxin exposure, we can start talking about some gentle, easy ways to begin to detox our bodies so that we can start to tap into our fat stores a little bit safer and more effectively and start to burn some of our own body fat. We need to discuss the channels of elimination. There's your colon, your skin, your kidneys, your lungs, and your lymph. We need to open all of those channels of elimination to start getting toxins to just move out on an easier and a more gentle daily basis. So for your colon, you should absolutely be pooping a minimum of once a day, hopefully three times a day. And I know a lot of people don't poop that much. So you could start taking magnesium citrate if you're just not pooping or you're feeling constantly constipated, start by taking 200 milligrams of magnesium citrate at bedtime. And then if it's not working, increase it slowly every day until you're having really good, healthy bowel movements, not diarrhea. The way that magnesium citrate works is that it just doesn't really absorb in your cells. Like magnesium citrate is not a very good form of magnesium to raise your magnesium stores and magnesium levels. 
It's a great way of just getting some extra water drawn into your colon, and then that water softens up the poop that's kind of clamped on the walls of your intestines, and it helps you to poop it out. But a side effect could be getting diarrhea if you're taking too high of a dose. So you need to slowly increase over a couple of days until you find the right dose for you. Another way to start pooping more is to just majorly increase your drinking water and start eating more vegetables for some people. And then coffee enemas can be really helpful for pooping, but also just for detox in general. We won't be going into all of the details of coffee enemas and how to do them and how they work. That could be an entire episode on its own, but it might sound scary or unappealing or icky to do a coffee enema, but I have to just tell you, every client that I've ever worked with who does coffee enemas, including myself, loves them. And they make you feel so good afterwards, and they're just amazing. The real benefit of a coffee enema is that when you take in the coffee in your colon and hold it for about 20 minutes, it signals to your gallbladder to squeeze, and it squeezes out this old sludgy bile and that's a form of detoxification. So coffee enemas really aren't for the purpose of pooping, but they can actually just help things get moving in general. You could also do water enemas or wheatgrass enemas, or you can go and get colonics done from somebody who's a very specialized colonic person. I'm not sure what their job title is. Don't go to an inexperienced person. You need to go to someone who's really good and really experienced for a safe colonic. Then we've got the skin, another channel of elimination. Sweating helps to eliminate toxins. You could sweat from saunas or from exercise or heat. And the saunas, especially infrared saunas, help to remove way more toxins than just exercise or sweating from just heat. So infrared saunas can be super, super effective far or near infrared. And then the ion cleanse, if you've ever been anywhere or you own an ion cleanse machine, that clears toxins through the skin as well. Your kidneys are another channel of elimination. Drink lots and lots of water, nice clean filtered drinking water so that you're peeing frequently and filtering toxins out through the kidneys. Lymph, moving your body is the best way to get your lymph moving. Dry skin brushing is another way. You just get one of those brushes that's meant to be dry. It's not supposed to go in the shower, although it kind of looks like a shower brush. And you brush your skin very lightly all over your body and brush it towards your heart. So if you were brushing your arm, you would go from your hand up your arm toward your shoulder towards your heart or from your legs. You go up your ankles and your knees and your thighs to your hips and up your belly. So we want to brush toward the heart. That's the way to get your lymph moving. And it's very light. It's a great idea idea to do the lymph dry brushing every day right before you get into the shower. Your lungs, breathing deeply and breathing enough. So if you're sitting at a desk all day hunched over or sitting in your car hunched over and you're taking super shallow breaths, see if you can sit up straight and remember to take some deeper breaths on a regular basis. Also, avoid breathing in toxins. So we want to avoid some of those toxins from things like fumes out on the freeway or from trucks or toxins from air fresheners and scents in our environment. Those would be the channels of elimination to just get them open before you start detoxing, but 
definitely get your channels of eliminations open during detox. If you start taking intense detox supplements or doing lots of intense infrared saunas or anything that's going to be dumping toxins or even just losing body fat, the nature of losing fat is detox, if you're doing those things and your channels of elimination are shut or not optimized, you can become very sick and feel extremely crummy. And in my opinion, that's a big place from where the keto flu comes from. The keto flu, that crummy feeling you get when you're starting keto can actually be a detox reaction for some people. You could just start with all of that. Start to reduce your toxin exposure and open your channels of elimination and you might get amazing results. But for most people, you're going to need a little extra boost or a little kick in the pants or a kickstart to get the detox working a little bit faster and more effectively. So getting some liver support, either supplements to help the liver or detox protein shakes or powders that can help the liver can really kickstart things and get you feeling better faster. And there are two different detox shakes that are medical grade that I would highly recommend. And these are products that you can't just find at the grocery store or at GNC or Whole Foods. You can't even just order them off of a website or Amazon on your own. You have to get these two shakes through some type of doctor or licensed practitioner. And If you go to a chiropractor or a holistic type of doctor, they might carry these in their office or have access to them. But if you're just not sure or you want it now, you are definitely welcome to order these through my website, which will be linked in the show notes for today's episode. The two detox shakes I'm going to be talking about are called Dynamic Hormone Balance and the Dynamic Detox Shake. And these are both from a company called Nutridyne that is a highly, highly reputable supplement company. So these two shakes really could apply to most anybody, but you may gravitate towards one or the other, or you may want to just alternate them in your daily life. Get one, use it up, get the other one, and alternate on a regular basis. The dynamic hormone balance assists your liver in estrogen detoxification. So this doesn't mean that it's for women only or that it's not for people that have had breast cancer or that it's not for children or men. Those are a lot of the misconceptions. Everybody is struggling with some estrogen dominance unless you've already been working really hard at this. This just means that your body has been exposed to a lot of xenoestrogens or fake estrogens from our environment, especially from things like plastics and perfumes and birth control that you've either taken or birth control that is out in our water now. Some symptoms of high estrogen would be bad, painful, uncomfortable periods. It could be breast tenderness and swelling. It could be weight gain around your hips and butt and thighs. For men, it shows up as man boobs. Lots of young boys are growing up with breasts. For little girls, it could be getting their period very, very early or any women having really heavy, intense periods. Um, It could also be hormonal acne, anxiety, mood swings that are hormone-related. So a lot of those types of symptoms, along with hormone-related cancers, especially something like 
breast cancer. So doing estrogen detoxification, whether it's with a protein shake or a different method, is going to be super beneficial for pretty much everybody, especially if you have been exposed to any plastics, scents, or birth control. And the Dynamic Hormone Balance Shake is designed to be very gentle for your body. So when you start taking it, you shouldn't feel like you've been hit by a bus or you're sick in bed, or you have to take time off of work. It's something that most people don't notice any issues with. And oftentimes people say that within a few days or weeks, they notice themselves slimming down around their breasts or their hips and butt and thighs, or the man boobs start to simmer down. And then maybe their periods or hormone cycles are starting to get a little bit better everything hormone-wise is starting to improve. However, I have to warn you, some people experience really intense PMS-like symptoms the first few times that they take the shake. So for me, when I first took it, I felt like I was needing to cry. I was really sad, those kinds of symptoms. And so you have a couple of options if that happens to you. You can either just start really slow and just sprinkle a little bit of, in, of the shake in your water every day and slowly increase so that you don't experience that at all, or just plan that you might have a little bit of a mood reaction the first couple of times you take it and you just embrace that and know that it's not forever and it isn't you. But a lot of people never experience those issues. Now, the dynamic hormone balance shake can be taken every day. It could be taken every other day. It could be once a week. It's just that the more that you're taking it, the more that your body is going to be affected by it and benefit from it. It's not meant to be taken, you know, for all of your meals and as a complete whole diet replacement, obviously not that. But if you are wanting to go on kind of a fast track, for sure have one or two of those shakes every day for a period of time. I hope you're really enjoying today's episode. I'd love to see where you're listening from. Snap a pic and tag me at Healthful Pursuit or leave a review for the show on your favorite podcast player. It helps me out tremendously. Okay, back to the good stuff. I've also played around with adding that powder into little um, treats like fat bomb type of treats just as another way of getting it in if I don't feel like making a shake. The flavors would be spiced chai and caramel macchiato. So you can have a lot of fun putting together a shake with those flavors. And then something else I love about it is that it's super low in carbs and sugar. So it really does work well for people that are doing keto. And let's move on to the dynamic detox shake. So this detox shake is similar, meaning that you can have it every day. You could have it twice a day. You could have it once a week. The more that you're taking it, the more benefit you're going to start to notice. But this one is not specific for estrogen dominance. The dynamic detox shake helps your body with phase one, but also with phase two detox, which we're not going to get into all of the details of phase one and phase two today, but a lot of detox shakes are detox detox supplements out there only help you with phase one, and then it's leaving you stuck with phase two, and then you end up recirculating a lot of those toxins and taking them back in. So I highly recommend the detox shake if you're just wanting something basic for everybody, that it's not going to be giving you intense detox reactions, and it's not going to be leaving you debilitated or sick at home. Some people do need to start a little bit slow. So if you are taking the 
the dynamic detox shake and you're starting to get headaches or queasiness in your day, just go down to maybe a quarter of a scoop and slowly increase over time. Both of these shakes can just be simply mixed up with water and drinking down, or you can put together a whole protein shake with fat and vegetables and, you know, coconut milk and all of those kinds of things. Maybe some blueberries for some people. All of that could be added in if you choose, or you just keep it simple, mix it up with water. And there you have it. The Dynamic Detox Shake comes in vanilla and chocolate, and I love both. They both taste great, and they are also both super appropriate for people who are doing keto. Now, I highly recommend that you try putting in some cooked and cooled down cauliflower or broccoli or any other cruciferous vegetables. Either add them to your shakes or just have them every day as part of your meals. Cruciferous vegetables will assist your body in estrogen detoxification, which we talked about with the dynamic hormone balance shake. Everybody can benefit from some daily estrogen detox. So just start to add in the cruciferous veggies and you might already notice a benefit with detox. Now, for anybody who's new to making shakes or this is overwhelming to you or it sounds kind of unappealing, I highly recommend going back to one of my episodes on Project Keto Podcast and look up season three, episode five. It's all about shakes. So I share a few different shake recipes that use these protein powders, but also shake recipes that don't involve any special products or protein powders that are something you have to order. So just go check out that episode, learn some tips for making shakes taste really good without having to use all these ingredients like fruit, bananas, yogurt, um, all that dairy. These shakes are very, very clean, but also have great textures, great tastes, and give you a lot of ideas and tools on how to even make your own shake recipes that you'll love even more than mine. So go check it out. Season three, episode five of Project Keto Podcast. Hopefully you feel like you've gathered a lot of information and tools today to go on your own detox journey and start to become a lot healthier and happier and feel good in your body, whether you're doing keto or paleo or vegan or vegetarian or whatever you're doing or no diets. Great. Hopefully these tips of the detox start to take your health and your happiness up to another level. And let's just have a really quick review as we close out the episode today about what we learned. Number one, start to reduce your toxin exposure. Number two, open up your channels of elimination. And number three, Add some detox strategies such as detox shakes, infrared saunas, ion cleanse, dry skin brushing, and movement to get your body detoxing better on its own or with some assistance from the tools like the shakes and the sauna. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode, everybody. And thank you, Leanne. I'm so happy to be a part of your big movement. I just have to say one quick note to Leanne on here. I love the direction that you're going in your life and in your business and starting to tie in more tools than just keto. All of us are more than our bodies and more than our diet and our food choices. We are amazing spirits and amazing 
amazing beings that have more potential than we can even imagine. And I'm so grateful to all of you, but also to Leanne for starting to bring this deep healing work to the world. And I hope today's episode gets you just one little step closer to feeling your amazing self. Now, if you'd like to follow along with me and my journey and all of the crazy things that I'm doing, you can check me out on Instagram at Project Keto Podcast. Send me a message, comment on one of my pictures if you want to connect. I love to hear from you. Have an amazing day, everybody, and I will catch you next time. Such a great episode, right? How beautiful was that? Next up on the podcast, on Wednesday, November 6th, we have episode 203. I'm going to be chatting about what to do when you're hungry all of the time. Then on Sunday, November 10th, episode 204, Amber McKenzie's taking over the show, talking about the three steps to ending binging on keto. She talks about her experience on her struggles with binging, how to figure out how to live in your body and feel comfortable in the body you're in right now and truly understand how it can work for you, how to stop binge eating on keto, the three steps about how to end this unhealthy pattern that takes control of your life, talking about deprivation and why it's a trigger to basically everything. So I think that there's a little bit of something in there for everyone. So I look forward to seeing you in a couple days. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor should it be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program. 